podcast for giftware and specialty food artisans who want to work smarter, earn more, and live better. Hosted by Stefan Normantis. Hi, here's an episode that I recorded a little bit earlier. The audio is a little wonky at times, but Tammy dropped some great insights. And the best news is that her main made refresh of her website is launched, so check it out if you can. It's at mainmade.com, and let's listen now. Today, I'm really, really um, delighted to have Tammy Knight on the show. Uh, she has been with the Department of Economic and Community Development for 18 years, and in that time, she's managed CDBG grant portfolios totaling over $26 million in support of communities and small businesses. She became the manager of Maine Made Program in 2012, and she has since continued to work with Maine businesses, both small and large, to expose them to new markets and networking opportunities. And I have had the pleasure of working with Tammy for a number of years. She's smart, she's funny, and she is so extraordinarily committed to the success of her members um, that I'm really, really glad uh, to have her on today. I can tell you that many of her members just uh, don't even realize how hard she is working uh, on their behalf. So um, I'm thrilled to have her on today to share her expertise and um, and hear more about some of her best practices and what she's learned. So let's jump in, Tammy. Uh, welcome and tell me a little bit about yourself. Well, thanks, Steph, for the warm welcome and the, the great intro. Um, so a little bit about myself. I born and raised in Maine. I haven't gone very far since then. I was brought up on a farm in central Maine and surrounded by makers at a very early age. Uh, my great grandmothers and grandmothers were very inspirational as far as making pickles and cookies and homemade root mm -hmm. beer. And my grandfathers were magicians with wood, making doll cradles and cribbage boards and furniture. Uh -huh. And it wasn't until just recently I realized what a maker background I really had. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I learned to sew from my grandmother and made a lot of my daughter's clothes until she was in about third grade. And then mm -hmm. over the years, I tried my hand in stained glass and pottery, watercolors, knitting, Mm -hmm. um, but I haven't really found that one particular craft that I really, mm -hmm. really passionate about. And that's the fun of exploring. You keep trying and, you know, each one informs you and, and uh, there's luckily a lot more to try. Yeah, well, I think I live vicariously through the members of the May Made program. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know just what you mean, uh, especially with New England Made. So how did you end up uh, connecting with Maine Made and what's your role there? Well, as you mentioned, I've been working for the state for almost 20 years at the Department of Economic and Community Development. And for the first 12 years or so, working with the Office of Community Development, managing the Community Development Block Grant Program. There's a mouthful for you. <laughs> um, I did a lot of traveling throughout the state and met with a lot of small enterprising makers and artisans. And it was also during that time that the Main Made Program was sort of in a limbo state. Um, a lot of it was due to attrition and administrative changes. So um, one thing led to another. And after submitting some recommendations for program enhancements to the commissioner, um, he sort of came back and said, OK, see what you can do with it. So mm -hmm. um, I guess the rest is history. It's just been five years of so much fun meeting the makers all over the state, um, seeing what they make, listening to their stories, their creative passions, how they do what they do. It's just, um, it's been a great experience. 
Well, you've done some great things in the um, in the last five years, for sure. Um, can you give a little bit of an outline of what the program is and what the goals for the program are? Sure. Um, the Maine Made program was created by the Maine legislature a little over 35 years ago, and the purpose was to promote the quality products produced in the state. Because not many makers could afford expensive websites back then, uh, MainMade.com sort of became the place where makers and their items were showcased to the global worldwide web audience. Mm -hmm. um, and Maine Made also produced a buyer's guide where members could choose to purchase half-page ads, and the guides were produced every two years up until 2002, I believe it was. I remember and some of those. They're gorgeous coffee table. Yeah, they were. At, but, you know, around 2002, that's when the price of creating websites became a little more affordable. Um, so we found that people were starting to create their own websites, which sort of made that print product um, not needed as much by the buyers. Mm -hmm. And so what we found were people were putting their resources into their own websites as opposed to buying other ads and other guides and publications. So we sort of um, kept our focus on the membership with the Main Made program. And speaking of the membership, it's all juried um, to ensure that there's quality items mm -hmm. being produced in the state using as much of the state's resources as possible. And we know, um, you know, like Thomas Mosher is a fine example of he makes gorgeous furniture. He's been a, one of the founding members of the Main Made program. But not all the wood that he makes his furniture out of comes from Maine, mm -hmm. and that's understandable because teak doesn't grow sure. in the state. Um, but he is doing all the design and the craftsmanship all happens um, in the confines of his business. So, And then uh, along with the membership, once somebody's accepted into the program, they can use the Maine Made America's Best label on their products. Nice. And we found that that branding is really synonymous with the quality and integrity that the buyers are coming to expect mm -hmm. when they're looking and for their products for their bed and breakfast or for their retail shops. That label's been really, really important. Yeah, I've seen it in a lot of places. It definitely uh, has a strong brand. Anecdotally, we've had some members that have done shows out of state and they've had two products side by side. Um, one of them has the main made label on it. And for whatever reason, the other one doesn't. And they'll find that the customer will pick up the one with the main made label and say, I want this one because it says it was made in Maine. So there has a lot to do yeah. with the quality of products we're putting out of the state. That's terrific. Um, tell us what you find, um, what keeps you at the job? What's the energizing part of your work? Oh my gosh, every day is something new. <laughs> <laughs> it, just, uh, it, it does not, I mean, it, the creativity, the products, what people are making, mm -hmm. um, whether it was out of necessity, like Flowfold with their wallets, he started creating wallets because his wallet fell mm -hmm. apart, or somebody else making, um, you know, some utilitarian product axes, Brant and Cochran with theirs. Um, there's so many different stories, and just hearing the stories of how people started doing what they're doing is, it never ceases to amaze mm -hmm. me. That's fun. Um, tell me, uh, tell me what the biggest challenge is these days for you. Hmm, the one biggest challenge. <laughs> uh, there's, well, there's a few. Um, 
one of them is really keeping up with social media. Uh-huh. I mean, there's so many different avenues to pursue on social media, but it's such a powerful tool mm-hmm. and it's so important to keep your audience engaged. Um, right now, we found that our website, our newsletter and Facebook are the ones that are working for mm-hmm. us. Um, and it's sort of pick your poison. Yeah. I mean, what's going to work for you and how much time do you have to put into doing all of this? Another challenge is photography. Oh, yeah. Uh, We've been going through the redevelopment of our website, which has required a lot of product Mm -hmm. photos. And it's been a real challenge to find high quality, high resolution photos to use for background images and portraying people's Mm -hmm. work. Um, Our our members make some of the most beautiful pieces, but sometimes the pictures um, just don't do the justice to the work. And um, that that's a really big challenge, I think, as a photographer. No, I think sometimes, uh, you know, there's so much energy invested in the product that the photography becomes the afterthought where, you know, in some mm-hmm. regards, you know, if the ultimate goal is the sales, you know, that is just on par and just as important because that will be the uh, that will be the piece that sells. Mm-hmm. So, exactly. so, so let's dive into some of what you've learned, Tammy. I know you've got just such a, a wide, uh, just a wide reservoir to draw from for experiences. Can you share some best practices that you pass along to made made members that um, uh, that help them along? Sure. I think one of the most important highlights I try to get across to them is to encourage our new members to reach out to veteran members. For the most part, everyone is so helpful and encouraging, whether it's one jeweler to another or one potter to another. They're a really tight-knit mm-hmm. group in each of the different mediums, and I found that they help each other so much. And even at the New England Maid Show, the veterans that have mm-hmm. been there for years and years, seeing somebody new coming in and lending a hand and helping out, um, it's just that network yeah. is there, and I think building that work beyond family and friends is really crucial to the success of the business. You can't go it alone. You cannot. You can't be everything. What do you see the most common mistakes that, uh, whether they're makers or manufacturers, what's happening that they should know? Well, and I'm not really sure it's a mistake, but overall, I found that most makers and artisans are some of the most humble people <laughs> I've ever met. And they rarely, rarely tout their successes and accomplishments. Uh, They're so happy being creative and doing what they love. So, and in most instances, they're not marketers. So we talked about, you know, photography. They're not photographers. They're not marketers. And so that being said, there's a a big need for marketing assistance. But then again, you know, their time is spent creating their Mm -hmm. products. So taking time out of their creative day to meet with a marketing agency or a marketing person and going over specs and ideas um, is taking away from time making. Yeah. So it's a real delicate balancing act for these mm-hmm. creators. Yeah. Um, is that what you'd say is their biggest challenge or is there something else that um, along with that balance of, you know, making and marketing, is there anything else that? I No, I think that's pretty much what I've mm-hmm. seen a lot is just being able to find that, delicate sweet spot being able to balance um, creating their work to get it out there to the public but having time to do their creating Mm -hmm. as well and what do you see the folks that have figured it out what are they doing what's their recipe they're Mm -hmm. networking Um, they are always learning they're always looking forward 
they're refining how many shows they're going to do per year. They're taking a real hard look at what works for them, what doesn't, and they're taking mm -hmm. chances. That's great. And speaking of tips and resources and getting uh, getting things lined up, um, what would you recommend? I really would recommend that anybody who is a starting maker or an emerging maker um, or even seasoned makers to keep learning and take advantage of the resources that we have throughout the state to assist small businesses. Um, the Maine SBDC, New Ventures Maine, the Maine Center for Entrepreneurial Development, um, they're all out there. They have a wealth of resources. Your podcasts um, are going to be an informative part of people's day-to-day -day business acumen. And I think just being aware of what's out there for resources, mm -hmm. sometimes um, we don't do a, a real good job of promoting mm -hmm. what's out there and available to mm -hmm. businesses. So um, we try to promote that through our monthly newsletter. And um, again, just reaching out to other businesses getting to know your competition uh, because they can really be helpful. To Great you. advice. Um, what are you reading these days? What's on your bookshelf? On my bookshelf <laughs> right now, I am reading Stephen King. Um, I think it's The Sleep Doctor. It's the sequel to uh, The Shining. Um, I should have gone back and read The Shining again because it's been years, but it's been uh, that's a great main bookshelf uh, uh, choice. Uh, what? Where do you go for um, for online resources, or what's your favorite app? What uh, What's your go to these days? Um, online resources and apps. I'm just continually looking around as far as apps. I'm the most not technologically. <laughs> savvy person in the world so apps and i are, speak two different languages so usually it's just going online googling a question looking at different resources for different yep. answers and sort of taking a little bit from this a little bit from that mm -hmm. and uh and as far as inspiration what um uh what keeps you going when it starts to get tough just knowing that when the phone rings it's going to be somebody else with a different question um, a different product, um, wanting to know how to network or make a connection and being able to put all the pieces. That's great. And, uh, you know, so often we're focused on the business end of things. And I think um, especially when uh, you're a manufacturer or a maker, it's never done. You know, if you're done with manufacturing, then you've got to focus on the marketing. And I think, you know, it's so easy to burn out. Uh, what's a healthy habit that's important to you? And, and how do you recharge? How do you keep the batteries fresh? I think just... Take a deep breath, close your eyes, exhale really slowly, and realize what you're thankful for. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just there's so many little things to be thankful for when you look around. And I'm just uh, like truly thankful and blessed for my family and my health mm -hmm. and my colleagues and the opportunity to interact with so many creative people. It's just mm -hmm. that's great. Great habit. Um, is there anything, Tammy, as we as we wind up that you'd like to mention uh, before we close it out and any advice you'd like to share? Well, as far as anything I haven't mentioned is how grateful the May May program is for uh -huh. your support. Um, the New England Made Show and everything you've done for our members um, just recently was talking with a she's done the show a couple of years now. Um, 
and we were talking about the March show and if she was going to do it. And she said, absolutely. If it hadn't been for that show, I never would have been able to quit Yay. my job. Yay. Like, we love that. <laughs> that and more. Yeah. That and more. Um, yeah. Thank you, Tammy. So I think, you know, those successes, I mean, what we can do with all the partnerships and resources that we have and just helping these people out, helping them realize our dream is just it's our dreams, their dreams. Um, it just it works mm -hmm. so well. It's the, a real economic driver for the state. And um, there's so many small businesses that are contributing to the success. And as far as for last mm -hmm. advice. Um, just my favorite saying, keep doing what you love and mm -hmm. love what you do. That's a great way to wrap, Tammy. And, and thank you for the kind words. I, um, I will tell you, there's nothing for me that's as gratifying as hearing somebody say that. That's what, you know, that's what keeps me recharged. It's like, you know what? We can all get there together and, and, um, you know, let's just pull everything we can together and using everybody's resources will, you know, we'll make some good things happen. So anyway, so, so thank you, Tammy, for coming on today. I'm really grateful for it. And we'll look forward to lots more. I understand you have a website that uh, you're still hard at work on uh, that will be launched. Do you want to let listeners know where they can find the uh, website just for uh, in the future when you are ready to launch? Sure. Well, right now, um, we've got different phases of the website that we're going through. and. Currently, we're at 2.5, which just took place recently, where we were able to get all our members uploaded and sorted into 20 wow. different categories. So that's a good search tool when you're looking for products. You can go to different categories. And we have added a couple of new categories um, because we found that so many of our makers were migrating into mm -hmm. specific areas. Um, so they'll be easier to find. And then 3.0. Our goal is to have that launched for um, the New England Made Show. Just in time for Yay. that. Yay! Um, and so at that point, it'll be have a totally different look. Um, some of the new features to that will be our wholesale side on it, where buyers can come in and register and sort of create their own page and have a favorites list. So if they find a product that they're interested in, but it might not be the mm -hmm. right time for them, they can keep a favorites list there. They'll also be able to use a search function that will show them only Terrific. the members who do wholesale. Um, so it'll sort that really Good. well for them. For their members side, um, the profiles that we'll have for our members, as I stated earlier, uh, when Main Made started out, we were sort of like mm -hmm. everybody's website. And now what we're doing is just giving a real brief description of the product and the maker in hopes that the viewer is mm -hmm. going to jump to their website. So we're just hoping to be sort of That's a match terrific. to get them. Great resource. Well, thank you again, Tammy. Delighted to have you on. And we'll look forward to hearing more information about uh, the Main Made program. So take care. Thanks so much, Stefa. Visit artisanswholesale.com for show notes with resources and links that help you work smarter, earn more, and live better.